What a mighty God we serve. 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 You're all welcome. Good evening. Yes, I'm recording. Thank you, Dolapo. Good evening, Diola. Good evening, Oluronke. I like that name. Good evening, Hannah. You're welcome, everyone. I'm just excited that we've come to the 27th day of our journey. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Who is excited with me? I mean, it just confirms a lot of things. It just confirms, you know. And for me, when God says go, just go. Don't overthink it. I think I've said it before. Don't overthink it. Don't don't overthink how. When you begin to, to dance around the how, you're wasting time. Just go. It is in the going that you find the solution. I've shared with us the miracle of turning water into wine. If those servants had waited at the water pot, to see the water turn to wine before they drew out of it to go and give to the master of ceremony. They will wait forever. But I believe strongly that it was as they were going. It was as they were going. So as you go, as you move, as you take the step of faith. I don't know why I'm going in this direction. You know, that's what sons do. As you take that step of faith, you see the miracle. You see the answers. I mean, God is waiting on you. A lot of us are saying that we're waiting on God. Meanwhile, God is just waiting on you to take the first step. He's waiting on you. When Peter was in the boat and he said, if it is you, bid me to come. Jesus said, come. And the moment he stepped out of the boat, some of you just need to step out of the boat. You've said, God, if it is you, tell me to come. And you've said, he has said, come. But you are still in the boat. You are still in the boat and you are still checking the water level. You are checking this, you know, just step out. It is as you step out, faith is activated. Don't wait until you have all the answers, until you have all the details. I've told us before and I'm saying it again. When you are working with God, you don't always have all the details. That is how he builds trust in us. That is how he establishes us on our trust journey. He said to Abraham, walk thou with me and be perfect. Walk thou before me. That is, go on before me. Just keep going. Keep working. Keep walking before me. I will establish you. I will confirm my word with signs and wonders. What has God said to you to do? Let this uh, 28 days Bible series be a confirmation that when God says go, your duty is to go. Don't try and overthink and try and figure out the how, the details. I didn't have the details. I honestly didn't have the details. I, I'm not one of those kind of people, you know, you know, some people are excellent planners. And it's awesome, you know, but I'm not just wired that way, that have everything they want to talk about for the whole 29 days. I, I'm not wired that way. I wake up every day and I just trust him. To lead me, to drop in my heart, to guide me. I knew, yes, we were going to talk about the making of songs. I had a few things in my mind, but it was as we went on 
that it became, you know, uh, uh, clear and the Lord began to elaborate, you know, on so many things. And I tell you guys, a book is coming out of this. Hallelujah. Definitely. By the grace and mercy of God, a book is coming out of this. And so I'm super grateful for everyone who has made it a point of duty to constantly tune in every night. Uh, the Lord would reward your sacrifice, would reward your commitment, you know, and he would bring you into that place of sonship, into that place of responsibility. As you are yielding yourself and submitting yourself, God himself will release the grace to do. I've told us the only person who can live the Christian life, the only person who is qualified to live the Christian life is Jesus, is Christ. And that's why he says, put on Christ. That's why he says, let Christ dwell in you richly. Because then can you live the Christian life the way you ought to. Then can you come into sonship. Hallelujah. You know, and so as we gradually draw the curtain, you know, to this series, uh, one of the things that the Lord put in my heart, you know, is, you know, he just reminded me of, of Jesus staying with the disciples for 40 days after his resurrection. And the Bible says he was teaching them things pertaining to the kingdom and he was expounding unto them things pertaining to the kingdom. For 40 days and after the 40 days, by the 50th day, Pentecost happened. Uh, it was the day of Pentecost. There was a ceremony called Pentecost. And it was on that day that the Holy Spirit, you know, uh, was released upon the earth. The ministry, the effective ministry of the Holy Spirit was made available on the earth. There was an inauguration of the ministry of the Holy Spirit here on earth. Hallelujah. And so uh, we find, uh, you know, uh, uh, the disciples being equipped. They were being equipped for 40 days. And that's why Jesus said, tarry in Jerusalem until you are endued with power. So that tarry in Jerusalem until you endued with power started from the 40 days, not just that day of the Pentecost. That's why the Bible says when the day of Pentecost had fully come. So there was a gathering, there was, you know, uh, a build up until that day, you know, and, and such is this series that we're doing. There's been a build up because something is about to happen. Hallelujah. Something is about to happen. God is about to launch you, you know, into the deep. And he's launching you into the deep for a catch, for a big catch. I've said it before, and I think someone said it the last time we had the, you know, uh, gist time over all the things that we've learned. You know, uh, that God would not lower his standard just because he wants to accommodate you. No, rather he would train you. He would build you up. To where he's taking you to. To what he's already predestined and planned to do with your life. And so it is important that we are submissive to his will. Because God is doing a work. And we are just privileged to be a part of what God is doing. I'm telling you, we're just privileged that he has called us. He has chosen us. 
you know, he has graced us, you know, and he, he's the one who justifies. He's the one who brings us to that place where we are, you know, uh, well, thoroughly furnished and ready for the assignment. And so I just want to encourage us that this 28 days of studying about the sun, the making of, of sons is not is not by chance and it's a build up it's a build up because something definitely is about to happen in your life in your life god is about to bring you into unprecedented favors he's about to bring you into a space in your life where things will begin to happen at the speed of light but because you have been equipped because you have been thoroughly furnished you know, over these 28 days, you've been prepared. So it's like a mind shift. You keep hearing, you keep hearing this word. The Bible says the more we hear the word, the more we have faith, the more we become like him. That is what we live by. The just shall live by faith. Hallelujah. And so uh, I'm trusting God. I'm believing God that that which he wants to do, why he he instructed us to do this study in the month of February, the entire month of February, why at the beginning of the year, the Lord began to speak to us in Babes Redefined, you know, to be rooted and grounded, why he began to stir our hearts in the place of, of, of uh, maturity, coming into sonship, there is a reason, because he's going to be giving out gifts, He's going to be giving out gifts. He's going to be giving out assignments, responsibilities, not at the level of children, but at the level of sons. At the level of sons, God is searching. Remember, we read that scripture. His eyes run to and through the earth. He's searching for those whose heart are loyal to him. He's searching for those who have the right heart, who are ready like David to accommodate God's plan, accommodate God's intention and God's purpose. It's about the kingdom. It's about God. If you are still about your needs, then you're not ready for what we're talking about. You're not ready. I was saying to someone in church today, I said, if only we get it as simple as it is that Jesus said, seek ye first the kingdom of God and every other thing. Put what, what can you consider as every other thing? Your needs, your house rent, your school fees, your children's fees, your, your, your house, your car, your good job, your business. What is that in a marriage, a child? Put it under every other thing. The Bible says, shall be added unto you. It says, seek first the kingdom. And what is the kingdom? Jesus was saying to Nicodemus, except a man be born again, he can't see the kingdom. And then it says, you move from seeing the kingdom, except a man be born of the water and of the spirit, he can enter into the kingdom. And Jesus is saying, seek this kingdom. Seek God's way of doing things. Seek God's uh, principle. Seek God's agenda, which is the kingdom, establishing the kingdom. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth. One of the major things I said is that Jesus is a prototype. 
Jesus is our prototype. He came to show us what it means to be a son. He came to show us what it means to be a son. Jesus is not just a person. It's not just a name. Jesus is a place. Christ is a place. Is a place in God. That's why it says, if any man be in Christ, it's a location in the spirit. You put on Christ, you are in Christ. It's a mindset. It's a system. It's, it's a way of life. And that's what God has called you and I into. When you want to play at this level, you want to roll with the big boys. <laughs> you don't want to run kitty kitty kata kata. You want to play with the big boys. And we know the biggest of all the boys, obviously it's not even a boy self. I can't even be using that tense to, to, to describe my God. But I'm sure you understand what I'm saying. It's God himself. And he's saying, yeah, we can roll at that level. Whereby, even though you're on earth, even though you're a part of the human species, but you are one of those fortunate to operate in two realms. So you are here on earth. Oh, but you have access to the heavenlies. You're not waiting till you get to heaven before you experience heaven. But you are here on earth experiencing heaven. Because God has given you that vista in the spirit. By virtue of being in Christ, you have access. You have access. You have, you have, you have access to spiritual realities. You have access. You begin to hear conversations. You, you, know, you have insight. You have, you have uh, foreknowledge. You are, you are, God, God, God puts you in that place where you... You are informed. So you are not running helter skelter like everyone else because you have privileged information. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And that is the major, major work of the Holy Spirit. That's why even Jesus, before he began anything from birth, his birthing had to be via the Holy Spirit. And since Jesus is our prototype, that means for us to come into the fullness of sonship, into the full stature of Christ, we need to follow the same tra trajectory, which is that what? We are also a people of the Spirit. It is so important, it is so pivotal to our success in becoming sons. It is so important, so, so, so important. And so the ministry of the Holy Spirit, the ministry of the Holy Spirit is what we should be consumed about, is what we should embrace because he's the one walking in sync with Jesus and the Father to establish his will in your life. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And so even at birth, when Mary said, how shall these things be? She said, the power of the Most High will overshadow you. And that which shall be born of you shall be called the Son of God. So the birthing of the Son of God is via the Holy Spirit. Oh, it is via the Holy Spirit. 
That is how you birth sonship. That is how you come into sonship. It is by having a walking relationship with the Holy Spirit. It's not a casual relationship. It's not a relationship uh, that 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 is that is um, um, what's this biological term that is uh, uh, is not is not symbiotic. It is um, you know the one that you are just the only one taking taking and taking and 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 it's not it's not mutual it's not mutual parasitic no that's not the kind of relationship that god has called us into with the holy spirit is in partnership when you say partnership that means it's a two-way thing when you say you're in partnership it's not that one person is giving and the other isn't going yes the lack of parasitic relationship Partnership is that we are both working together to achieve a goal. We are both working together to achieve a goal. I say amen to that prayer, Lillian. Thank you so much. And so when Mary was confused, the angel said, don't worry. You're not going to do this in your strength. You're not going to do this by your power. He said, the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Because this assignment... This, this assignment to become a son, to give birth to a son, to show the world what it means to be a son is not something you do in the flesh. It's not something you do in your power. It's not something you do by just proposing in your heart and making resolutions. It's deeper than that. It is something you do via the Holy Spirit. And that's why Jesus said to his disciples, don't leave Jerusalem until you are endued with power. Don't leave. Don't leave. See, you. funny enough, let's assume that they even left. They probably would have still done a few things. But I'm telling you, it would not have been Christ's greed like they did. It would not have been. Oh, no, it would not have been. Imagine these were people who were in hiding after the death of Jesus. And all of a sudden, the Bible says Peter stood up in those days with all boldness. And he began to declare such that when they looked at them, they were like, where did these guys get all these things from? Are these not uh, 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 uneducated fishermen? Where did they get this wisdom from? The Bible says, and they gleaned that they had been with Jesus. Glory to God. Glory to God. Oh, I pray that that will be our testimony. That we have been with Jesus. That Jesus has so much rubbed off on us. We have so much intertwined with him. Such that when they see us, they see Jesus. You know, I talked about a song, uh, a Franklin song I was trying to remember some time ago. I just remembered it this afternoon. The song that says, um, my world needs you right now. My world, need, my world needs you right now. Show me your face. Da, 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 da. I don't know the wordings. But the first time I heard that song, you know, uh, yeah, quite, quite moving. But I told myself, I said, no, the world is not needing christ is not going to come again he's come he has done his work and he's seated at the right hand of the father the world needs you and i the world needs you and i the whole creation is waiting for manifestation of sons the world is waiting for you everything we see happening in the world is because sons have failed to arise is because sons have failed to take their rightful positions that's why we're experiencing what we're experiencing. But if you embrace 
this pathway of sonship, if you embrace the process of growth, the process of, of the training of the Father, if you commit to God as much as He's willing to commit to you, oh, it will blow your mind what God will do with a yielded vessel. It will blow your mind what God can do with a yielded vessel. And so it's established the becoming of sons is by virtue of the Holy Spirit. When Jesus said, and the Bible says in John, as many as received him, uh, uh, he, he has given the power, the authority, the right to become sons of God. To become sons of God. As many as received him. That right, that authority is the Holy Spirit. He's the one that makes us become sons. That, that becoming sons, which is like, you know, a process, is via the Holy Spirit. Is via the Holy Spirit. I tell you, is via the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Glory to God. It's via the Holy Spirit. Praise God. And so tomorrow we're going to be climaxing it. You know, when I have a scripture in my heart that we're going to talk about and we're going to use it to pray as we, you know, uh, uh, wrap all of this up, you know. But honestly, we've learned a lot. And I just want to charge us that let it not stop here. Remember the story of the disciples that were on their way to Emmaus and Jesus met with them and shared with them the things pertaining concerning himself from the scriptures said bible says from the uh, law to the prophet jesus began to expound unto them the scriptures concerning himself and the bible says their hearts burned within them but it didn't stop at their hearts burning within them the bible says when he revealed himself and he vanished from their sight at the breaking of bread oh they said to themselves we need to go back that very night they didn't wait till the morning. That very night, they made a U-turn and they started heading back to Jerusalem. And that is what God is expecting us to do. Whereby we begin to put to practice the things that we've heard. We begin to effectively, deliberately pray about these things that we've heard. That we begin to receive strength, receive help. That we are conscious of who we are, conscious of our DNA. Conscious of the assignment of God upon our life. Conscious that we're not just on this earth to amass wealth, to live a good life, to have children. There's a lot more to us than that. And the earlier we begin to seek, the earlier we begin to ask, the earlier we begin to say, Lord, show me. Why am I here? What is my assignment here? How do I go about it? Teach me. Train me. The more we begin to seek God from that realm, from that angle, we will see clearly. We will understand the more. And we would run this race that is set before us. But I encourage you, when you commit to God, God is more than ready to be committed to you. He is more than ready. I mean, God is more than ready to be committed to you. He is more than ready. All he needs, like I said, is your willingness and your yieldedness. And I pray that as we are willing and as we are yielding, we will experience God on deeper levels. I mean, like never before. I mean, I'm sure we want to experience God. It's not for selected few. We've said that over and over. Oh, no, no, no. There's an outpouring of His Spirit upon all flesh 
an outpouring of his spirit upon all flesh. How willing are you to draw? How willing are you to receive? How willing are you to, to, to you know, uh, be a part of what God is doing in this end time? We need no one to tell us that the end is drawing near. And no better time than to shine as light, even in this eminent darkness. He says, the world, there will be gross darkness. He said, but the light of God will shine. Hallelujah. And the Bible says, we are the light. We are the light of the world. We are the light. So when the world is in darkness, it's because sons have failed to shine their light. Let us shine our light in this dark world by taking responsibility, by being responsible stewards of the resources of God given to us in the name of Jesus. I pray the Lord will help us. I pray the Lord will instruct our heart. I pray that the Lord will bring to remembrance so many things that I've said, so many things that we've learned, so many things that we, we, we've come to the knowledge of even in this place. We've come to know that our Holy Spirit is not just for speaking in tongues. It is for solution. It is for bringing about solution. It is for uh, bringing about deliverances. The Holy Spirit in us is active. The Holy Spirit in us has solution at all levels, not just in spiritual things. He has solution that delivers answers at all levels. Can we begin to engage him at levels beyond just uh, 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 the spiritual needs? All our needs are spiritual. They are just expressed in different ways. But God is looking, he's seeking, he's expecting, he's looking for those who would come to that place, who would embrace the totality, you know, uh, 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 of his power and, and be ready to show forth, to demonstrate, oh, glory to God, and to perpetuate the power of God in every sector, in every, in every area, in every sphere of influence. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. As we walk in partnership with the Holy Spirit. As we cooperate with the Holy Spirit. We see him do wonders through us. We see him do his work. I pray in the name of Jesus. That you would make room for him. I pray in the name of Jesus. That you will grant him latitude. I pray in the name of Jesus. That you will create the right environment. For the Spirit of God to thrive. In the name of Jesus, you will create the right environment for the word of God to thrive, for the word of God to bear fruit. You were not an unfruitful vine. In the name of Jesus, you are a fruitful vine bearing fruit in its own season. In the name of Jesus, in and out of season, in and out of season, oh, in the name of Jesus, you are a son in the house. Taking over the responsibility of your father's estate. In the name of Jesus. You embrace this assignment. You embrace this, this status as a son. You are not a child still under God's steward. You are not a child who wants to stay on milk. You are a son desirous of meat. Seeking meat. Desiring to be groomed. To be trained. To be able to walk and run. In the name of Jesus. Bible says they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. Oh, they shall mount up with wings as eagles. 
They would run and not grow weary. They would walk and they would not faint. Those are those who wait on God. Who are those who wait on God? Stewards of God. Responsible sons. They wait on the Father. That waiting there is not just about fasting. That waiting there is waiting to hear what he will say. What was it that uh, Habakkuk said? He said, I will stand upon my watch to see what you will say to me. Those are sons. You wait on the Father. What are you saying, Father? What are you saying? What are you doing? What is my role? What is my responsibility? What do you want me to do at this time? How do I go about your assignment? We wait on God. We are those who wait on God. And it says when you wait on him, you renew your strength. You mount up with wings as eagles in the name of Jesus. You are not tired. You are not weary in the name of Jesus. Oh, you are not tired. You are not weary. You are uh, 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 your, your heart is full of the Father's needs. You go about the Father's business in the name of Jesus. The desire of your heart is to do the will of your Father. To do the will of Him who sent you. That is your will. That is your priority. That is your priority. Just like David. David, Jesus, uh, the God said, I have found that guy. He would do all my will. May the Lord testify of you and I that we would do all his will. That our heart is right. That our heart is right. We, our heart is right. The seed falls on a good heart, on a good soil, in our heart in the name of Jesus. And we are yielding fruits of righteousness in the name of Jesus. In our sphere of influence, within our family, within our place of work, we are the light and we shine unashamedly, gloriously, radiantly, the power and the glory of God in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Yes, you're a gallant steward. I say amen to that. We would wait on God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you guys for joining in. Oh, wow. Wow, 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 wow. Tomorrow, please call your friends. Tag your friends. Go to your campuses. Say to them, let them come. Let's let's wrap this up together, you know, in grand style. Let's wrap it up together in grand style. Thank you so much and have a beautiful night rest. I love you. And I'm so looking forward by the grace and mercy of God to see you all tomorrow. Thank you for joining in and God bless you. Have a beautiful night rest. Good night.